0: How lucky can one guy be, I kissed her and she kissed me, like the fella
1: once said, ain't that a kick in the head? Welcome back to Making Our Seniors Matter, the show that gives seniors and their caregivers some great advice, wonderful information, and uh, great entertainment. Like you just heard there, Making Our Seniors Matters was founded by Glenn Cunningham from Real Estate Design for Seniors and Elizabeth Cunningham of Blue Willow Consulting for Seniors. On today's show, joining Marg and Elizabeth in studio, we have Scott Terrio from Cooper and Company, a certified insolvency counselor, and he'll be chatting a little bit about what happens when a senior gets in over their head financially. What are the options and what can be done to uh, reverse the situation and get things back to normal? And Karen Sybil from the Peel Elder Abuse Prevention Network joins us to talk about a very serious issue and a difficult topic that needs to be discussed more openly, and that is elder abuse. Stay with us. More Making Our Seniors Matter right around the corner.
0: When Monique, 77 years of age, found herself short of cash, she didn't feel right asking her children for help. With a strong independent streak, Monique always relied on herself. She was intrigued when she saw the CHIP reverse mortgage commercial on television. She inquired about meeting a CHIP representative. At the outset, Monique was skeptical but was reassured by the clear and transparent process. After careful consideration and consultation with her son, Monique was confident that the CHIP reverse mortgage plan would meet her needs. Through the CHIP reverse mortgage, she accessed 34% of the equity of her home. By not accessing the full lending limit of her plan, she can access additional capital for future needs. Monique felt great relief paying off her existing mortgage As well, money that used to service her debt now supplements her monthly cash flow. Monique is especially proud of living in her home while retaining her financial independence. If you think a home equity reverse mortgage would help you keep your financial independence, call 1-866-522-2447 or go to chip.ca. I chose you for the one Now we're having so much fun You treated me so kind, I'm about
2: to lose my mind. You made me so
3: very happy. I'm so glad you came into my life.
1: Welcome back to Making Our Seniors Matter. And we have some esteemed company in studio with Elizabeth Scott Terrio from Cooper and Company. Scott is an estate administrator and a qualified insolvency counselor, and uh, he joins us uh, to talk a little bit about a difficult topic—one um, that um, unfortunately affects more people than we would realize, more seniors than we realize—and that is debt. Isn't that true, Elizabeth?
3: It is, um, and welcome to Scott. How are you doing Scott? Very good, thanks. Awesome. Okay, Scott's here today to talk specifically about a growing and disturbing trend in Canada, the rising levels of personal debt among seniors, what to watch out for, what can be done for those who find themselves or a loved one in this situation. So welcome again to Making Our Seniors Matter Radio, and uh, maybe you could start out with some facts,
2: Scott. FACT, IT IS. Uh, YEAH, THERE ARE SOME DISTURBING FACTS THAT WE'RE SEEING uh, RECENTLY WITH SENIORS IN DEBT. Um, Canadian SENIORS ARE TAKING ON MORE DEBT THAN EVER BEFORE. SO SINCE 1999, uh, LINES OF CREDIT HAVE TRIPLED AND CREDIT CARD BALANCES ARE UP 50%. Uh, ALSO SINCE 1999, uh, SENIORS ARE HOLDING MORTGAGES um, UP 10%. AND THOSE HAVING CAR LOANS HAVE ALMOST TRIPLED. Uh, AND ANOTHER REAL WHOPPER THAT WE SEE, um, I'VE JUST KIND OF HIGHLIGHTED A FEW HERE. Seniors are 17 times more likely in that time period to become insolvent than they were in 1990.
3: Well, those numbers are frightening, aren't they, Todd? That's, a, that's an amazing number.
1: Yeah, I was just thinking, too, as I was hearing those numbers that my parents' generation credit was a no-no and, and everything was, was saved up for and paid for in cash. And I think, is it, Scott, that seniors are getting more confident and comfortable with credit as a, as a, as a vehicle? Pardon the pun.
2: Well, that's actually, uh, you led you led on very nicely into that, Todd. Um, traditionally, seniors have been, you know, that generation that always had their financial act together, right? Um, you know, my, my parents, their parents, uh, everybody's houses were paid off. Their vacation properties, if they had them, were paid off for years. Uh, they had no debt. Um, they didn't go through life with debt. They didn't, certainly didn't get it later in life. Um, and as you said, they paid in cash. They paid as they went. Now what we're seeing is multi-generational funding right so they're they're funding their adult children who may have been through three or four recessions since the early nineties and and the you know the economy is not quite the same as it was so they're having trouble so they're helping them get down payments for houses things like that they're helping their grandkids either through university or with sports that kind of thing and they're even some of them are even uh, funding their elderly parents who are in right. care and whatnot. so you're talking about four generations worth That's of right. funding coming out of one pot it's our sandwich isn't it yeah, yeah and their cash flow uh, which is really what should be paying for your expenses every month is all t- their cash flow is, is coming from pensions and it's m- most of their money is tied up in property so if you've got a house with equity or a property with equity that money is not really available to you on a cash flow basis um, Top that up with the fact that the last five or ten years, credit's been easy to get, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. it's been too tempting, as said. Yeah. Yeah, even, yeah, even seniors are, it's hard to say no to easy credit with low interest, right? And interest rates have kind of been a record low. So the lifestyle that they're funding has just been far more expensive than they thought for various reasons.
3: So, so Scott, what can seniors or their family members do to adjust the situation or change it a little or help?
2: Yeah, I think, think the biggest thing with debt, uh, first of all, is prevention. Uh, debt is best when it's avoided. Um, if you can, if you can stay out of debt or keep your debt minimized as long as you can, that that will help. Once it gets to be a a big problem, it's very t- uh, tough to tackle. Um, family members can look for telltale signs: uh, stress or irritability, where it's out of character, especially um, somebody who's jumpy, who's evasive about money uh, mm-hmm. topics.
1: Of course, well, in that's what I
3: was going to say. That's always been that generational thing too, right? Oh, yeah. we don't
1: share oh, no. uh, that's, with that's our family
3: right. what what our issues are, whether we're rich or poor or in debt. So that's right. That's a, that's the, a tricky
2: the three one. taboo <laughs> subjects. That's the three right. taboo subjects: religion, sex, and money. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's and, funny. That, and also, sorry, Todd. Go <laughs> no, ahead. no,
1: sorry. That's funny because my dad. We never talked about money. I never knew how much money he made. And then later on in life, it, he started becoming a bit more comfortable with it and was asking me questions about it. But you're right. There's this. We just don't talk about it with our families until right. it's until something happens and there's a crisis
3: that's yeah right. and that's what scott's here for too to do a bit of preventative help today so right. we, we could add um, maybe a little bit of information about tax troubles there scott too
1: yes that's okay. one,
2: one thing that one way that we find with with clients who come to us or people who come to us uh, is that um, if you ask questions indirectly with that generation you might find things out uh, if you're going at it head-on you're not going to find much out but if you can ask them about you know how do you file your taxes do you have help filing your taxes you know it often uncovers other signs of things that are going on mm-hmm, because taxes idea. are a subject you might be able to broach um, you know if they have houses or properties that they know have been paid off for a long time how are they paying for all of this right so these are these are ways that you can get about opening up the communications right
3: okay so you mentioned earlier about seniors uh, having a lot of things like houses and vacation properties and investments But sadly, we're all going to have to pass away one day, and what happens if we die with a lot of credit card debt? What will happen then?
2: Right, so uh, really what happens is um, you cannot, debts can't be inherited by anybody else, first of all. Uh, I'll give you an example uh, about what what we're seeing. Um, Let's say John and Mary are 50-50 on a house, okay? The house has equity. If Mary dies uh, but has credit card debt for which there are writs of execution by the creditors filed Mm -hmm. in the court, what that means is that property actually can't, normally that property would just get transferred to the spouse. John would get the house, right? You yes, yeah. go from 50 to 100. That property actually cannot be transferred to the joint owner as it normally would until those executions that are filed in court have been satisfied in full. So if she owes oh, really? 50 grand okay. and the house is worth 300, that 50 grand has to be satisfied fully before the house transfers to John. Wow. Yeah.
3: These are the things we need to know. So Uh, just
2: dying with debt doesn't eliminate it, in other words, um, necessarily depending on what the situation is. So this is why being aware of what's going on is is important and gets back to the communications, right? If the the couple or the family members know what's happening, they can plan for it accordingly. Yes,
3: which is again, we're back to pre-planning again, aren't we? So that deceased person's debts um, cannot be inherited.
2: No, oh, that's right. You cannot inherit a debt. So, but what can happen uh, is, if you're a, if you're an heir in an estate, mm-hmm. and there are debts in that estate, the executor of that estate is legally obliged and personally liable uh, for making sure that those debts get paid out first. So, mm-hmm. if there's two hundred thousand going to the heirs, and there's seventy-five thousand that's owing in debts,
3: that you're only looking to- at one hundred
2: twenty-five thousand okay. left over net, right? Yeah. So, you can't inherit the debt, but what you can do is be affected by. It
3: and that so. could be very difficult to deal with so definitely something an, we need to know shock. about absolutely absolutely yeah. so you've already kind of answered if a spouse dies with debt um, what happens so that one we, we did cover that question that we had for you so what could seniors do to protect themselves and prevent that personal debt situation for getting under um, out of control
2: I guess is what we're asking so well, what we find is and we're often Seniors are often brought to us by family members. We're finding that a lot. Is that right? Like, yeah. like the, the son or the daughter will say, look, mom and dad's got a problem here. I know there's a problem. I just got to mm-hmm. get them in here to talk right. about it. Right. It's, it's an awareness thing, right? So it's a knowledge of, of, of debt and personal finance, which nobody was taught in school. I mean, these aren't things that we've learned, right? But they're things that affect us. So um, if you sit down with somebody that you trust, and oftentimes seniors uh, will have... Um, lifelong bankers, right?
3: Right, yeah. Like we Jim knows go. them from, yeah. like my
2: generation doesn't <laughs> have that. I'm 44 right. and I, I don't know a banker, right? But <laughs> but a lot of times seniors, <laughs> they've been banking with that's the same right. person at the same brand for 40 them. years. Yes. And and sometimes it takes sitting down with that trusted person and, and saying, look, I got, I got an issue here, okay? Because, you know, people like bankers, family lawyers is another good one, mm-hmm. someone who's a trusted family lawyer also been around for 40 years, right. also a senior mm-hmm. uh, and, and and they can they can point you in the right direction uh, just with a you know, simple coffee and, and ch- chatting about an issue. Um, you know knowing things about what you're signing. So seniors should be very wary about signing, like co-signing and joint debts, right? Yeah. A lot but of times they don't realize. co a really big
3: deal, isn't it? They want to help, right. and that's important to but them to they, help, but, but they don't they realize. Don't
2: is that they're actually signing no. on for 100% of that debt, exactly. not 50. Yeah. So yeah. if that if the person, the, the co-signer in question, doesn't pay for the debt 100% of that becomes their problem, not 50. Yeah. So even just simple fundamentals like that aren't, aren't really known, and that's one of the most, actually most common things we The we surprises are
3: frightening, aren't they? If, yeah, if we're not prepared for this. So, yeah. let's just say that some of our seniors do have some some debt what can uh, that they can't realistically afford to pay off in their life. What kind of options do they have, Scott?
2: Okay. So, first of all, uh, I'd like to also talk about taxes before we get finished, but I'm going to do that just at the end of this if we have time. What they can do is they can sell off assets first of all i mean the debt is there it's got to be paid we talked mm-hmm. about it it doesn't it doesn't, doesn't go away. away when you die it's right. got to be dealt with so if you do have assets you can either sell off assets and pay your debts off you can use or leverage those assets to possibly get a home equity um, line of credit or a loan uh, that is secured against that house to pay off the debts. Therefore, you may have a little bit less equity in your house when you die, but you also don't have the debt the that debt. the executor okay. and the heirs are saddled with, right? That's right. Um, you can try and negotiate with your creditors. Um, the challenge with that is if you have multiple creditors, each of them acts differently. Okay. So if you have five creditors, you got to deal with all five of them. So how does you'll that You'll be fit lucky in? if you get three of them to make a negotiation with you. What about the other two, right? And then really, are you saving enough mm-hmm. to justify doing all of that? How- because you're still you're still paying full interest with all, with the two that are remaining, right? So, is that where
3: Cooper and Co. comes
2: in? Well, it, to a certain extent, like if if a person really wants to tackle a a debt situation head on and they have assets and they don't want to lose those assets, you can actually make a legal settlement or a legal filing called a proposal where the trustee does all the work for you essentially and the creditors are forced to act. So you're you're saying to them, look, take this or leave it. It's X dollars for X months. It's no interest. You don't lose your assets. But it's, it's a portion a, of the of the debt. They'll, right? they'll write off a portion, <laughs> oftentimes, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, it's within five years, so you know your time frame. Which seniors, frankly, they don't have twenty years. Uh, yeah. They have got to get it dealt with. So yeah. that's one way you can also look at it. Scott, you are food absolutely
3: food. full of information. I don't know it's not everybody's favorite topic, <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and it's a tough one. And you know what? It, we do have to fight that generational feeling that of the pride and the care that they've taken for so. LONG BUT THE TRUTH IS THERE AND EVERYBODY CAN GET IN TOUCH WITH YOU BY GOING TO WWW. Making our seniors matter.com. Scott's contact information will be there. Um, he's happy to answer any questions at any time, and we really thank you for being here today. It was awesome. What do you think, Todd? Absolutely. Be more careful with those credit cards.
1: <laughs> and I think, you know, there's just to, to close here, there's, a, there's definitely some shame that's involved, and, and I, I see that th- that's being reduced by, you know, having that open discussion and dealing with it so that you can put your life back on the right track and, and enjoy, you know, the last remaining years debt free or with a plan in place, definitely.
3: Definitely with the plan. I agree with you, Todd. That was great. Thanks Thanks very very much, much, Scott. Take care.
1: Thanks, Scott. More Making Our Seniors Matter right after the break. Again, time for another Senior Scam Alert with Glenn Cunningham and Constable Claudia Wells from the Peel Regional Police Service.
0: And welcome back to Making Our Seniors Matter and to our Senior Scam Alert. I have with me here Constable Claudia Wells of the Peel Regional Police. Welcome, Claudia. Good morning, Glenn. And we're always trying to see what we can do to help seniors and to eliminate some of this fraud problem we've got, what have you got in regards to scams this morning for us?
4: Okay, so let's talk about the beautiful weather that's up there today. And uh, you know, that spring fever, everybody wants to do home renovations. Let's talk about home
0: renovations. Home renovations, boy, I hear that's a good one.
4: Okay so let's see we have a scenario where someone's coming to the front door and they're not at the door and they may indicate they need repair on your fence or on your windows or on your driveway and they might put pressure on the individual where they say well let's go to the driveway scenario. I have a truck just down the street who's ready to go but we have half a load still left how about I give it to you at a discounted price the guys are here they're ready to go No, oh. just give me a payment and we'll be right back. Wow. So they kind of pressure them right there and then to make a decision. They don't have the time to, you know, consult with somebody. And all they need to do is just offer them a check. Well, that check is going to be cashed even before the seniors even realize that they've been scammed.
0: Right, right. And, and what, what kind of things are they doing? Are they doing the driveway or the windows or...?
4: Well, the water tank uh, heaters are... Oh yes, I run into that one. one.
0: Yes, yes. I run into that one when we go to list a property and all of a sudden we've got a huge water tank bill every month. Yeah.
4: The one thing when it comes to anybody who comes to your front door, you have to wonder why are they coming to your door? You should know when you need repairs so you know at that time it's you that should be consulting and getting the quotes when someone comes to you you have to be kind of wary why are you coming to my house i think i should know when work has to be done so we suggest that we get references a written contract between the two individuals we also checked ask to check credentials so these are the things that we ask seniors take the information don't put let them put them on the spot right there and then take the information do background check to see if they're a valid
0: individual so good information is Don't sign on the dotted line at the door. If they come to the door and knock on the door, why are they there? Did you invite them? Is that good, solid information? Perfect. Great. Anything else that you've got to share with us? Well, I
4: thought we'd also do a quick discussion on the Good Samaritan Scan.
0: Oh, that's again, the senior and their big heart, right? Yeah.
4: So you may have a case where somebody who's gone to a bank machine and slid in a uh, kind of like a metal slot into where an individual would put their bank cards in. They would stand by, the senior would come in and they would try to attempt to withdraw some funds. Good Samaritan would walk up and say, can I help you out? Maybe I can help you what you're doing. Let's put your PIN number and see if it's going to work again. Well, now they're observing that they're putting their PIN number. Uh, and all of a sudden, it's not working. Well, the senior gets frustrated. They say, Well, I might suggest, Well, you may want to contact the bank tomorrow. Well, they leave. There's a little slit of that piece of uh, strip that they put into the insert of the bank card. They pull it out with the bank card. Now they have your PIN number.
0: Wow. And reinsert
4: it back in and withdraw all the funds.
0: Wow. Well, that's. Certainly good information that you shared with us this morning. Claudia, thank you very much for coming in. We're gonna do this on a regular basis, the senior scam alert, and we appreciate Peel Regional Police being involved with our show. Thank, thank you. Thank very you. Much. Ooh, ooh, ooh,
1: Terry McIntyre is a full-service investment advisor who researches and advises the best products in all markets, then advises which best meets your needs and risk tolerance. We are all individuals and need to be treated as individuals. Investments, income, and estate planning have become very non-personal at the big institutions. You deserve to work with a professional who crafts investments to meet your needs. Terry McIntyre, investment advisor, Manulife Securities Incorporated call 905-896-9060 or go to terrymcintyre.ca Welcome back to Making Our Seniors Matter on Listen Up Talk Radio and Wow Living Radio and uh, I don't know is it uh, Margaret or is it Elizabeth who will introduce our next guest
3: I think Liz is going to do the honors today. What do you I think, Liz? I am, and thank you again. We have a member of our Making Our Seniors Matter group, Karen Sybil, who is the manager of Peel Elder Abuse Prevention Network. Karen has 20 years' experience in social services and her own company, where she helps nonprofit organizations market and do their program development, and Karen has a very obvious passion for seniors.
5: Welcome to the show, Karen. Well, thank you. So we have a very important topic to speak about uh, today, and that is about elder abuse, something that needs to be taken very seriously. So, Liz, why don't you
3: start off and kick this interview off? uh, Um Sure. it is a difficult topic, and that, that's um, something we talk about a lot, isn't it, Karen? So can you tell us a little bit about what PEEPIN is and what role you play
6: in the community? Mm-hmm. So the Peel Elder is Prevention Network, we do call ourselves PEEPIN for short, like PEEPIN, um, PEEPIN in a Room. Um, so we are a collaborative of over 40 organizations, seniors, and businesses, and we were established in 2003, and our um, mission is to stop and prevent the abuse and mistreatment of older adults in Peel region. So we cover Brampton, Mississauga, and Caledon. And uh, my role in the community is outreach, um, creating awareness about elder abuse, uh, the different types um, and the prevalence, and putting strategies and tools in place to make sure seniors get access to the resources they need if they're being abused. This is such
5: a tough... Tough subject um, and I do want to talk about the prevalence because I think our listeners are going to be really taken back by just the prevalence and the severity of this issue. Could you speak mm-hmm. to that?
6: Absolutely. So we we do know from Canadian research about 10% of the older adult population is dealing with some type of abuse. Um, so if we extrapolate that 10% figure to Peel region, um, and if we've got, say, about 150,000 seniors, that's probably close to 15,000 seniors our are dealing <gasps> with it. Um, so we know it is very prevalent, but at the same time, it's very difficult for people to report elder abuse and to come forward and to talk about it if they're being mistreated. Um, so our network has begun collecting statistics, and uh, over the past two years, the numbers, while they're coming forward, they're very small. So to give you um, an idea of perspective, um, in 2014, we had about 485 cases reported, and um, well, actually, that was 2013. and 2014 it was around 465 cases and very few of those are cases where uh, criminal charges were laid. so if you look at you know potentially 15,000 people dealing with it and only 400 or so coming forward we we have a lot of work to do we have a lot of work to do which Mm is why we're
5: really happy to have you in studio to talk about this and to really shine a light on on this topic and start the conversation Mm -hmm. I know Liz you've got some questions to ask as well Yeah, I
3: think we we want to We want to give our listeners an idea of what they can do if they feel they are in an abusive situation. What do they do? But more um, importantly, perhaps, is what if we know about abuse happening to somebody else? Mm -hmm. What do we do then?
6: Well, the the best thing that we could all do is if we know abuse is happening to someone, it could be your relative, it could be uh, a neighbor, it could be a friend, um, it could be a friend of a friend, Um, the best thing we could do is listen and offer support. And we have a variety of resources in the community in Peel to help older adults that uh, may be dealing with abuse. And quite often, as a community member, we might know of a situation, but we're not quite sure if it's abuse, and we're not sure how to handle it. And so for that, we have a support program set up in Peel through our network, and it's the Peel Elder Abuse Support Program. And this is a joint program funded by the United Way of Peel Region, and it is operated by Family Services Appeal and Spectra Helpline. Um, so Spectra does the intake on this, and Family Services Appeal does the case management portion. And it's a free service. It is confidential. Uh, We also work in partnership with pale police and we bring them in as needed, but it's not the only option. So you mentioned earlier that there's different types
5: of abuse. Can you just briefly speak to that so that it might highlight to our listeners Mm. what constitutes abuse? Because there are many ways that can come.
6: Yeah, for sure. So we we know that there's often physical abuse, and we've seen an escalation in cases involving physical abuse in the past couple of years. And uh, physical abuse could be anything ranging from hitting, slapping, restraining someone... Um, And you'll see that through bruises or anything visible on the older adult. Uh, Psychological abuse is probably one of the more common types and that constitutes almost Anything. Um, it could be verbal abuse. It could be psychological. Um, you know, mind games, um, intimidation, bullying, threatening, using uh, abusive language, um, denying the senior rights. Financial abuse
3: is another yes, one that comes yes. to mind. That <clears throat> I think is a, is an awful thing, but it's happening all the time.
6: Yeah, and that actually, Liz, happens to be one of the more prevalent forms of abuse mm-hmm. that we do see happening. Mm-hmm. And often, it's a combination with the emotional and psychological abuse and quite often physical abuse. Taking advantage of the seniors, and we've talked a lot about that with Constable Wells here on the show
5: and and senior scam alerts and Mm -hmm. and what we can do. Mm -hmm. Now, you've touched on some of the resources, but can you delve a little bit deeper into um, even giving us a, a,
6: a couple of resources that, Viewers can immediately go to and get help. Yeah, yeah. So the obvious one is to contact us through our website, which is peapn.ca. P-E-A-P-N.ca. And we have a list of the um, of our membership and also of the crisis resources. So um, if you want immediate assistance with a case, you can certainly call Peel Police if it's an emergency, nine one one. Secondary is our line for our Peel Elder Abuse Support Program. And that's on our website, so um, that would be the primary place to start. Fantastic. Mm-hmm.
5: Now, community events and being out in the community, you you do a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if if you're if- viewers are at home and they want to get involved. Mm -hmm. Um, How can we get involved stopping this abuse or at least increasing the awareness so more
6: seniors and families are going to come forward? Mm -hmm. Well, we do a lot of fundraising to support a program that we're working on, which is called our Safe Housing Program, and that's to help an abused senior in crisis. Uh, Meaning that they need to leave an abusive home, and they need immediate shelter, and they need a safe place to stay. So we're working on raising money for that, and we do a few key fundraising Fundraising events every year. Uh, coming up on June 15th is World Elder Abuse Awareness Day, which is a United Nations designated day. And communities all around the world participate in this wonderful event to raise awareness about elder abuse. Um, this year we are hosting a Healthy Living Expo, our fourth one. And this will be at the Clarkson Community Center in Mississauga. Uh, we encourage people to come out and help us as volunteers, to come out and just participate in our events, just come out and have a good time because while we do focus on elder abuse prevention and awareness, we, a part of prevention means encouraging and supporting seniors with active and healthy lifestyles right. and empowering them to make the right decisions um, and, and, uh, and, and to encourage them to be strong and, and uh, resourceful and independent.
5: So, and of course, this interview now is part of your resource kit mm-hmm. to be sharing absolutely at these events and yes. with others because what you've just shared with us here and in this resource is a great way to, to spread information. Thank you so yes. much for coming in studio today and for sharing your knowledge. And as Liz said, clearly your passion for helping um, seniors to live well. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity.
3: You're most welcome. We better send a big uh, thank you out to Nicole Troiano from Retire at Home for providing funding for this segment. Mm -hmm. Uh, Retire at Home provides services such as care management, personal, companion, nursing and foot care and home support. For more information and contacts, uh, go to our website makingourseniorsmatter.com to find more about
5: Nicole. Fantastic. And of course, stay tuned because we've got more education and inspiration Mm -hmm. coming your way here on Making Our Seniors Matter.
1: That does it for another "Making Our Seniors Matter." Thank you again to our wonderful guest Scott Terrio from Cooper and Company, and of course Karen Sybil from the Peepin Network, the Peel Elder Abuse Prevention Network. And thank you to Nicole Triano from Retired Home for making this possible, this segment possible. Contact information for all our wonderful sponsors can be found at makingourseniorsmatter.com Thank you again to Home Equity Bank for making Our Seniors Matter possible and for allowing you guys to hear it every week. You can tune in to Making Our Seniors Matter each Monday at 2pm and 8pm but if you miss it, you can find it on demand or podcast the following day. If you'd like to comment on something you heard, have a program suggestion, want to make a song request or you'd like to nominate a senior for our Shining Senior moment. Give us a call at one 269 6155 extension 3, one 269 6155 extension 3. Making Our Seniors Matter is produced by WOW Radio for Listen Up Talk Radio. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you again next week.
0: Beautiful life, sunshine enough to spread It's just like the fella said Tell me quick!